Welcome to Living Single in Your City. This is a nightly show where we talk about everything from mild to wild in the life of those that are living single. We're always looking for hot topics, and we're also open to interviews with other people within the community that are living single and doing great big things. If you'd like to be interviewed on a show or be a possible guest in the near future, please contact us on our website at livingsingle.org or find us on Facebook at Living Single Across America or hit us up on Instagram at AA. Hello and welcome. This is Tawanda with Living Single in Your City. And tonight, well, for the next couple of days, I have a special guest. And this woman definitely doesn't really need an introduction. She's always talking, but guess what? She's always saying something and dropping wisdom. Alexis, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me, Tawanda. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty incredible. And one of the things, Alexis, I actually enjoyed meeting you on another podcast, and you shared so much information and insightfulness, I definitely wanted to get you on here to just talk. And this platform is for men and women that are living single. And a lot of times I I have to educate people because they say, hey, well, I'm not really single because I'm dating. So what we talk about is singleness is meaning you're not married. Even if you're dating or you got a boo, um, you're single and dating. So with that being said, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you are in your journey as being a single person. Um, well, I am in my early 30s, and I am dating. Uh, we are a fairly new relationship. We met before, like right before the pandemic. So it's been about five months, and so far it's working out. We will have to wait and see if it goes anywhere. Okay. Well, that definitely sounds really, really good. And you said about months, like right before the pandemic started? Mm-hmm. Ah. So how has that been um, to be dating um, during the pandemic? And is he local or long distance? He's long distance. He lives in Michigan. <laughs> Uh, we had plans to meet, like, at the end of the summer, but with this craziness, I don't see it going anywhere. Um, we're going anywhere. Um, meeting for me, since it's long distance, we spend the majority of our time on the phone and through texting. And for us, it has its bumps when it's a miscommunication. Like, for example, if he texts me something and I think it means one thing, but he means something else, we'll argue about it. But my rule is, because it's a long-distance relationship, it makes no point to just stay angry because we can't resolve it face-to-face. So 
my point is if we get in an argument, we'll argue about it, we'll be upset, we'll take our alone time, and then we'll talk later that day, resolve it, and move on, and we don't bring it back up again. Okay. Now, how did you guys meet? We met through an app called Kick. Oh, what? wait a minute. So have you guys ever physically met yet? No, we haven't. Unfortunately. Ah, amazing. Okay, all right. we're going to have to call you back in again and talk about that because that is really interesting. But I want to film Pastor tonight because we're talking about the battle of the exes. What's up with yours? So, my question I would ask you, um, Miss Alexis, before the relationship you're in now, have you ever been in another relationship? And if so, after it ended, did you talk to your ex ever again? Um, to be quite honest, I'm one of those rare people where when I'm in a relationship, I'm all in. But when it's over, I want nothing to do with you. Whether it ended amicably or really horribly, I basically, the last conversation I have is the conversation where it's over, we decided it's over, we say what we need to say, and I delete you off of my social media. I delete you off my phone, and I pray to God I never hear from you again. <laughs> Unfortunately, with my last ex, that's not the case. Oh, why, why is that? Because the dude just can't get over me. Oh, excuse it's me. Like <laughs> every, every few days or every week and a half, I get a text message that goes, Hey, I miss you with the sad emoji. And I was like, for the love of God, go away. <laughs> oh, wow. That is really, really interesting. Well, one of the things that we talk about the battle of exes, a lot of times, some people say when you get into a new relationship, they want to know about the ex. And then sometimes they don't. So I wanted to go over some tips for getting along better with your ex. And I want to kind of see, do you agree? Do you not agree? Or do you want to offer a better alternative? So you ready? Yes, ma'am. Tips for getting, oh, okay. The first one is getting along with your ex, not getting, not, not, not getting over it, getting along. Because sometimes people that maybe work together, you may still have to see this person. All right. So being patient, seeking balance, don't threaten, name-calling, or belittling them. Use soothing words and tones. Don't talk business at family gatherings. Okay, I guess this is your ex if you're married. Don't use the kids as leverage. Don't flaunt for your new partner. Don't put down your ex in front of others and learn to be friends. A little distance is also good. So let me ask you, in reference to a single person, if you don't have kids, can you think of any reason, Alexis, that you still should talk to your ex? Hell no. <laughs> not, when you're in, not when you're in a new relationship because I have yet to meet a guy that is totally okay with his current girlfriend talking to her ex because – it's one thing if you have kids or it's one thing if you share property and you're trying to disperse or divide the property or however you want to phrase it, that's fine. But it's an ex and you don't have any kids, you don't have any property, you don't have, you're not coworkers. I have yet to meet a man that is willing to let his current girlfriend go talk to her ex. 
Because, like, you know, I if I were a man, I would be like, what the hell are you talking to him for? What am I? So what about what about if you break up and you don't move on to another relationship? Can you talk to your ex then? That's questionable for me because I'm quite different. Like I said before, I just end all communication. But in my honest opinion, it depends on your breakup and it depends on your relationship. It also depends why you broke up. Like if you broke up because the timing wasn't right and then you guys move on to like six months later and then the timing is right and there's still feelings, then yes, you can communicate with your ex. But like if you guys broke up in a non-amicable way and there's reasons why you broke up, my advice to you, just let it lie. Like don't go there. Don't do that to yourself. You know, sometimes people think that when a person still entertains their ex, unless there's a legit reason to still talk to them, there is some form of holding on. I want to read you a couple things. Um, (laughs) This was real funny. It says, a survey was taken, and they talked to girls about whether or not it's okay to talk to an ex. And I just want to share with you a few things these ladies said. One person said, not if he's stupid. He's an asshole. <laughs> Somebody says, waking the dead won't bring the person back. <laughs> she said, breakups hurt no matter what. It's like giving, it's like grieving a death, but waking the dead won't bring them back. All right, let me read a couple more because these are really interesting. Somebody says, the good times are over and it's time to move the fuck on. <laughs> Somebody says, hell no. Can I just say hell no and leave it at that? My own experiences have not led me to be friends with my exes. Somebody says, I just plain have no interest in talking to a hateful drug addict. So it sounds like that was a relationship that, you know, drugs might have helped the relationship in. And one person said, it prevents people, it prevents both people from moving on with their lives. There's absolutely no reason to talk to your exes if you don't have kids. If you work together or pass by on the street, fine. Otherwise, it prevents both people from moving on with their lives. No one is gaining anything, but both people are just wasting time when they can meet someone else who's a better fit. What are your thoughts about that? I think that as women, we tend to hold on because we're fixers by nature, right? Mm, We want to fix it. Like, you see a child crying, you automatically go to that child. You see someone injure themselves, you're quickly going through your bag to see if you have a Band-Aid. Like, your boyfriend says he has a bad day, you want to make him a comforting meal. It's by nature that we're fixers. Well, when a relationship ends, especially if it's not by our choice, we want to hold on. Like, before a relationship ends, there are usually signs that your relationship is ending. And as women, we tend to hold on tighter. We want to pull our significant other. We want to just hold on that much tighter. So, yes, I do agree that there is a sense of holding on even after a breakup because you're holding on hope that he'll come back or you're holding on hope that it's just a phase. You're holding on to hope that he'll change his mind. 
You know, I think that it, it depends on the level of the relationship. And I say that because I can think about some relationships that I had and they didn't work as a relationship, but we end up having a really decent friendship because I think that in life is not every day that you really meet great people that you actually like, you have chemistry with and that you get along. So sometimes let's say I, I meet someone and we move quickly and, you know, we start dating and it just doesn't work, but I still have the chance to have a really good friend. So I, I really think that also it's something that we can really consider because sometimes let's say if you meet someone and you're only dating for a couple of months, you're not even in love, and it doesn't work out. You know what I'm saying? This could be a person you can literally have a friend with simply because, like, th- these women, they're, they're going in. She says, why why chase someone who can't see your value? And that's, that probably is a relationship that ended because they didn't see the value. All relationships don't end. Some are just not meant to be. Okay, they say it will only cause you heartbreak. That's heartbreak if you really were in love or you have an emotional tie. What about a relationship to where there's not an emotional tie? You know what I'm saying? So it's so many different circumstances and situations. So let's talk about since since it's obvious people don't want to have anything to do with the ex. Can you think of some reasons, Alexis, that would be good reasons to stay in touch with the ex? Ooh, Alexis. I would say probably networking because if your ex is really successful in his field and you guys used to work together or you guys have similar jobs, networking is one way. Um, Staying in touch with your ex might be good if you guys had a long relationship and after some time you got clarity and it is a person that you could confide in if there is a sense of friendship there. That's another reason. The third reason is for nostalgia. Some some people, as they move on in life, something happens, they sit back and they reflect, and they tend to reach out to the people that they're thinking about. Nostalgia. Okay. But... <laughs> Again, this is Sawanda with Living Single in Your City, and tonight we're talking about the battle of the exes. What's up with yours? Our special guest for the week is Miss Alexis, and let me share with you, I found some primary reasons why people stayed friends with their ex. Now, I want to give a disclaimer and be very clear that this is what I found in my research. This is not my reasons. (laughs) Okay, it says, let me know if you agree with this, Alexis. Your ex is a reliable person and has sentimental value. Would you buy that one? Yes. You can use your ex. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You still have feelings for your ex. That could be a reason people stay stay connected. You have Mm -hmm. shared investments or occupation. Mm Mm-hmm. Your ex had great sex. <laughs> was that well, was that be a reason? That could be a reason. I mean, if you just got out of a relationship and you're so used to having sex and like, you know, you need to get some and you don't have time to go find that one night stand, why not just call your ex and say, Come over and let's have a good time and then go home. So they actually go from a relationship, your boyfriend, girlfriend, to the ben- with benefits. <laughs> is that what it is? 
or on one night stand. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up in just a couple of minutes, but I want to go over right here where it says, um, uh, all right, so I want to go over what it says, the reasons it's okay to be friends with your ex. Number one, they know your backstory. Hey, they know your secrets. Better be careful. Number two, the relationship was too good to just end completely. And I was saying something about that earlier because they really make it just end up being a really good friend. Number three, your personal relationship, your, your personal relationship coach. Hey, again, if they know you so well, they may could really help when it comes to advice and thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's easier to get over the breakup. Some people think that they can still be friends um, and and be able to still communicate Someone else says, you can be friends with your ex if you moved on. Like if you're, emo- you're not emotionally connected anymore, you really can move on. Um, if they give good advice and you genuinely care about each other. And you said this one, maybe the breakup was amicable. You know, that also, um, and being emotionally, emotionally mature. So as we close out on this particular topic, talking about, the battle of the exes, we know as someone that's living single that's not married, people are dating, and all relationships will not always last. So what tips would you give, Alexis, to men and women that are living single right now that doesn't want to be discouraged by, you know, dating because it may end? What are some tips or suggestions, in your opinion, would you want to share with fellow singles? My advice to someone is after you break up, do not hop onto the next relationship because your next relationship is going to pay the price for your previous relationship, especially if that relationship ended on bad terms. Always take the time to get over your relationship. And by get over, I mean, like, it's done. No more feelings for your ex. You come to terms with your relationship, it's over. You're happy with yourself. You have loved yourself again. And then move on to your next relationship. And when you move on to your next relationship, don't talk about your previous relationship. <laughs> and I just want to add to that even before you get into relationships, focus on friendship. Friendships can build a foundation that can last a lifetime. We're out of time, everyone, and we definitely appreciate it. And, Lexus, thank you so much for joining us. This is your girl, Tawanda, with Living Single in Your City. And tonight we're talking about the Battle of the Exes. What's up with yours? And we'll be sharing more information with you. And stand by for our closing outro. Hey, everyone. This is your girl, Hefe, with Living Single. I just want to say thank you all who are listening to our nightly show. We want to make sure you always stay connected with us by subscribing to our website. And when you do subscribe, you'll receive a free newsletter where you can find updates, tips, and all types of information regarding singles. Please visit our website at www.livingsingle.org.